Hello and welcome to We Live on a Planet. It's Friday, November 9th, 2018. This is episode 287. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for sticking around with me through my doom and gloom. If it's your first time coming, perfect time to come on over because hit me, producer. How are we doing? Thank you. Yes, I do, finally. Uh, I had some doom and gloom and I'm coming out of it, so feels good. Little, little chilly here in upstate New York, though. 38 degrees. Feels like it's only 35. Highs are going to be about 40 degrees once they're out of the east at 4 miles per hour. Snow will be in the forecast soon, I'm sure. What are we going to do today? I want to share my positive quote with you. We'll get to that. Just a random fact. I like sharing random facts. And from there, a lot of times what's been happening lately, these random facts have been bringing me down a rabbit hole and making me want to learn more about it. So that's been kind of fun. I think I'm going to play this episode with no background music. I have a feature now in Anchor. There are over 100 background tracks that you can use. This one will just kind of do raw. Let me know what you like best. You know, well, I like to experiment here with the show. We've had, like I, well, I said earlier, man, I'm trying to s- stop saying like I said so much. Do you have certain things that you say too much? I feel like I say that too much to you guys on the show. But I was saying earlier, it's episode 287. So we've had a lot of different flavors with this show. A lot of different potpourris. You know, it's just always changing and always evolving And it's fun. You know, it's kind of like an open experiment. It's kind of the way I look at it. My early hook, one of the things I would always say is, you know, practice your thought process. That's what we're doing here. Trying to do that. I'm trying to practice living better every day and trying to be mindful. My wife and I got back on our uh, mindfulness meditation kick of doing it together and been doing that uh past couple mornings it's nice and you can just you can find everything on the internet nowadays just go to youtube and type that in and spend like 20 minutes or a little over 20 minutes side by side doing some mindfulness meditation and it feels pretty good and i kind of never believed in that stuff it wasn't until three years ago that I really opened my mind to it more when I was getting sober. And I really, I believe that it does help. Thoughts do become things, you know. I think that you can really, positive thoughts generate positive feelings and attract positive life experiences. I think a little bit. doesn't hurt to try. I know it feels a lot better how I feel right now than when I'm feeling my doom and gloom. Hmm. Did I already say how bright it is in my studios? I don't know if I've said that yet to you. But uh, I had my overhead light was out. And I had to replace the fluorescent bulbs. And I got some LEDs and put them in and it wouldn't work still. So I had to have the electricians come over and check it out. And they put a whole new unit in. And the LEDs, they're bright. They are bright. It's nice, though. I like being back in the studios. It feels good. I feel more like a podcaster or a radio presenter or whatever to you. 
than when I'm just holding my phone. But it is nice to just be able to hold your phone and use it that way. Go on the go. Podcasting. I, I know I've said this before a past couple episodes, but I do, I do regret some not podcasting when I went away to Bend, Oregon to see my buddy Corey. I feel like I let a lot of my listeners down because I was gone for almost three weeks, and that's like a no-no in podcasting or anything or entertainment. Of you know, people are relying on your show. Not that you're obligated, but if they're tuning in and they like it and they want you there, and then all of a sudden, suddenly, you're just not there. Not that I didn't tell everybody that episode that I was going to be gone for a little bit, but man, I should have kept podcasts. I can't look back, though. I always got to look forward. Just got to learn from my mistakes. And I, I've, oh, I almost said, I said it before. I almost repeated what I don't want to do. Um, I've talked before about learning from our mistakes and fail and fail often. And I, I say it and everything. And then when all of a sudden it happens, you're like, oh, shit, this sucks. And you don't see the silver lining right then. And I'm trying to see the silver lining out of me doing that and knowing that I wouldn't do that again. I wouldn't allow a three-week hiatus before my shows. I just I couldn't go that long and and hope that you guys would come back. It's not really fair, I guess. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> hopefully this isn't the ramble edition. A lot of times they are. I'm just coming out and talking to you as a friend and try to just shoot from the hip. Come on back. When we come back, we'll get to uh, our positive quote, a random fact. Open up the phone lines. And uh, go from there. Want to hit me again with a little James? Yeah, so good. Yeah, come on back. Welcome back, my friends. All right, here's our positive quote. Change the changeable, accept the unchangeable, and remove yourself from the unacceptable. Almost sounds like the serenity prayer to me. Same concept. I should uh, credit this, but I, I didn't find the author on this. I, you know, earlier I was talking about how you can find everything on the internet. I could have probably just typed in this whole quote and found out who it was, so I could give it credit. There's so many things you can find. What I a lot of times, often I'll go onto the internet and type in quotes, and then type in images. So it would be quotes and then the images. And so it would be like the memes or the little things that people put up on their wall all the time on Instagram or Facebook. And this one was all fancy looking and everything, but didn't have anybody's name credited to it. So hopefully the, uh, who would it be? FCC or somebody out there. I want y'all to listen, except for maybe them. I don't want to get in trouble if I didn't credit the author to that. Who knows? Hey, it's a learning experience here. We live at a planet, so if my lawyers contact me, I'll know that I'm in some kind of infringement. I could have already been at the beginning anyways from uh, playing James Brown. Maybe I'll just blame it on my producer and say, hey, it wasn't me. It was my producer. And see what happens. What am I talking about? I don't know. I just want to come out and talk to you guys and try to 
Oh, shist. Hey, <laughs> come on back if if you would. I mean, it's not, it, the show just went south, pear shaped real quick. Um, but then we'll get our random fact. Okay, I'll be right back. Hey, would wanna give a little hint? Is there a hint to our random fact, or no? There is. I well, I can't hear you. Be kind of whoa. This is our hint. That was a little late, wasn't it? <laughs> Perfectly imperfect podcast. We live on a planet. Come on back. Welcome back. I'm glad that you came back after that fiasco. So here's our random fact. What plant does vanilla come from? Huh? Why did you play the milkshake then? Because that's what you thought of instantly was vanilla milkshake. You should have played vanilla ice. Hello? Why didn't you think of that? You know, vanilla ice? Oh, please. That's not vanilla ice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so now you're worried about playing vanilla ice because of infringement? He was never worried about copyright infringements. Under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. Remember? Okay. Who am I talking to? My producer. Because we're feeling better. We're here on the upswing. So what plant does vanilla come from? Vanilla comes from orchids of the genus, you ready? Vanilla. Yeah, that's the genus, vanilla. They're beautiful orchids, though. Why the majority species of vanilla orchids are now grown around the world. They originally came from Mesoamerica, including parts of modern-day Mexico and Guatemala. The vanilla orchid is a vine-like plant that grows up trees. So down the rabbit hole I went because I wanted to learn a little bit more because that was just me typing in. I'm feeling curious on Google, and that's what I got. But I went and dove a little deeper, and it says they how they, they're vine-like and they can grow up trees. They grow up to 30 feet. <sighs> Interesting, too. It's the second most expensive spice after saffron. I'd never had saffron before until um, I lived in Casanova. For a brief time and I worked at a restaurant which is closed now but it was the name of Wheatberry and it was a really tiny cool little bistro and one of the dishes used saffron and I remember the chef showing me the little tin it came in and explaining and I remember opening it up and just seeing these little what are they stamen or whatever of the flower and I, I think they were like yeah this little tin was like 25 bucks or something like that if memory serves and I remember just whatever the price was it blew me away you know and it's expensive because of the process of getting it saffron same as uh, vanilla in a way not that they have to process the same but it's a lot of hand work and with vanilla when I went to find out it's hummingbirds or a specific species of bees that are native to Central America that will pollinate these beans or pods is what they're called. Well, the flower, the orchids, and then these beans or pods come out. And flowers, they only open for a short period of time as well. So in order to harvest vanilla commercially, the plants must be hand-pollinated. So if you ever do buy like a vanilla bean, You'd probably already know this if you're willing to 
spend the price on a vanilla bean or a container of vanilla beans because they're expensive. Vanilla extract is, but if you were to buy a bean to use it for like a recipe and you do the whole process where you cut it in half and then scrape out all those little black seeds, there's thousands of those little black vanilla beans or seeds in there. Do not throw away that casing. Take that and stick it in some sugar. Take that, the, the pod after you've scraped it and stick it in some sugar and just a couple weeks later or a month later or so you'll have like vanilla infused sugar. But you would, like I said, if you're, oh, I said like I said, can you put a shocker on me that way I don't say like I said? If you already buy vanilla and are willing to do that, you probably know that anyways. Because it can be one of those things where you'd be intimidated by using it, where you're like, well, I don't know how to do it. Just cut it and scrape it with a knife. So yeah, that was our random fact. I'm glad we learned that. Let's, uh... Open the lines to you. And then, oh, before we do, let's head on over to the History Channel's website, and then we'll open up the phone lines. Come on back. I'll be right back. Hey, I'm glad you made it back so we could uh, find out what happened this day of history. I'm on the History Channel's website, and this one was the one that jumped out the most that I wanted to share. The other one seemed so somber and depressing on this day of history facts besides well one that's not depressing on this day in 1989 the berlin wall opened but i i shared that last year because by this time last year i was podcasting and i think i said that last year at this time but this one i thought was just kind of a huh what was willie nelson thinking why didn't he pay his taxes but on this day in 1990 all willie nelson's assets are seized by the irs he owed about $16.7 in debt. They had to, he had a big agreement with the IRS, and he was going to pay back $6 million in cash payment. And at the time, he didn't even have a million dollars. His daughter later stated that he probably didn't even have $30,000 because he was just so generous with the money and would spend it. And somebody was probably taking advantage. Who knows what was going on? But in anticipation of his negotiations with the IRS breaking down, Willie Nelson had his daughter remove his beloved guitar. Trigger is the name of the guitar from his Texas home, and she shipped it to him in Hawaii where he was golfing, the article says. When the feds raided his home in 1990, he stated, or he, he quote, was quoted as saying, as long as I have got my guitar... I'll be fine. That's all he wanted was his guitar. He had her obviously ended up taking care of that whole debt and everything got taken care of. And it's not the first time he, or last time Willie Nelson was ever in the news. I remember, I don't know what year it was, but and it probably happened more than one year. But his tour bus would get pulled over and it would just be full of marijuana and he'd get arrested for marijuana charges. And he likes his weed, that's for sure. Thank you for allowing me to share a little bit of something with you on this day of history and get a little wrinkle on our brain. Let's open up the phone lines and see who we have on line one. We'll be right back. Let's find out together. Stick around. Sir Patrick, my first car. Oh, man. I meant to call you about this a couple days ago, and I just got busy. 
But my first car, um, I believe was a 1978 Chevy station wagon. It was a nine passenger station wagon. <laughs> it had one of those hidden seats in the back in the cargo hold. And, um, you could, it was a bench seat, so you could put three people back there, and it had a little cubby for your feet, and you could put a pony keg in that thing, and close the seat back down, and no one would ever know it was there, <laughs> but I never used that for anything, actually, I didn't have the car for very long, my mom kept wanting to steal it from me, so I sold it and got a Thunderbird, <laughs> I know, that's dirty, huh? But that's what happened. Anyways, I hope you're having a great Monday. And it was great to hear from you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Hey, thanks for coming back. And thanks for that phone call. That's Tammy from Awesome Sauce Radio. Go check out Awesome Sauce Radio anywhere podcasts can be found. My friends out in the desert. Definitely. You can also find her counterpart, Desert Fox, at his podcast named Cannabis Conundrum. If you're a fan of the show, you've heard from these guys before, and I love hearing from all of you, so feel free. Drop me a line. Love to hear from you. If you're using the Anchor app, super easy to do. If you're listening through another podcast provider, WLOAP.com. That's how to do it. You can just use the little phone icon, leave me a voice message, and we can upload it and go that way. So your first car, we talked the other day on the episode about when was the first radio installed in a car? And I said, do you remember like your first radio or maybe your first car? And Tammy's first car was a 1978 Chevy station wagon, the fam the Griswold family truckster, basically. I remember that car well. My family and I, uh, the whole tribe all packed in one of those, probably 1978. That's the year I believe it was that my family went to Disney World. We all went there, and my I remember us renting a big old station wagon that had that third row seat that you're talking about. Me and my brother sat in it, and we loved it, and it was fun, and it was just that novel idea. And the car was brand new because it was a rental, so all cars, you know, how you rent one are brand new. And, uh, yeah, it made me think, Dis yeah, 70, 78, because Disney World opened in 1971. And we were there a couple years after. But yeah, a bit of pony keg in it. Remember beer balls? Those were fun, too. Definitely. And you know what else is weird? Besides you talking about how you had that station wagon, I, too, also owned a Thunderbird. Another fun fact. Great, Tammy. Thanks so much for calling us, letting us know about your nine-passenger beast of a car, because those things were beasts. They definitely were. That was able to hide pony kegs. Not that you ever did that, right? All right. Thanks so much, guys. I do appreciate the time. I appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, supporting me here at the show and giving me the love that you give me. And thanks for sticking around. We'll talk to you guys soon, okay? I look forward to our time again. Peace.